Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. goodness of course just moments before beginning this um you know like truly like a second ago leia threw up because she ate some grass outside and i feel like every time cats throw up they do it on the carpet even though the hardwood floor is just right next to them so um i'm a little frazzled and i'm waiting for corinne to accompany me okay i am not a host Here's the thing. I forgot I was oh. logged in as Campfire Stories on both phones. Corinne will join us in a moment, and I will just one man, one woman show up here, jazz fingers and all by myself. Happy Tuesday. Um, who came to our live show on Thursday? Throw up a little hand in the chat if you have. Corinne is messaging me on the side. I'm seeing her face, I see her typing. It's just me now. <laughs> now she can't even hear me. Um, there is no theme tonight. It is a free-for-all. We're just going to have people come up and tell ghost stories. Once Corinne gets here, I will. we will explain everything. But boy, oh boy, am I frazzled without her by my side. Um, actually, speaking of um, me being frazzled without Corinne by my side, I am not going to be by Corinne's side for the next two weeks because I'm going to Europe. Because my sister's getting married. Yes, I'm going to Italy, Spain, and Portugal for my sister's wedding. She's getting married in Sicily. So freaking cool. It's been a wedding that's been pushed off a whole year because, or even more. She was supposed to get married last August, but because of the pandemic and traveling to Europe, they pushed it a whole year and it's finally happening. And I'm so excited. So if anyone has, Barcelona or Lisbon or Sicily recommendations, please, please, please email them to us because I I don't have many plans and I want to go to all the cool places. But that being said, I'm abandoning Corinne and she is going to... <sighs> Here she is. Speaking of being abandoned. Sorry. Um, Here's no, the I'm thing. I'm glad you figured it out. You told me, Sabrina. You told me. Yeah, I did. I, did I was tell testing you. out my new AirPod Max, which are very They're cool. They're so cool. And you were like, I'm pretty sure you can't connect that to the speaker. And I was like, yes, I can. I can hear my music right now from my phone. And yeah, I confused myself. I did two things wrong. One, I didn't listen to you with the technology, with the, the earphones. <laughs> and then two, I normally log into Campfire Stories from my fiance Brian's phone. And then I log in as myself from my phone. I accidentally logged in as Campfire Stories to both. So then yes. I was panicked and it wasn't letting me get off mute it was like i was off mute on one phone it doesn't matter i'm here i'm out of breath though because i was running trying to find my headphones (laughs) you're here this is good that you figured it out this week because if you if this happened next week you would be all you'd be figuring it out kind of not really on your own because we have special guests did you tell the people the next why i was getting there um okay next week because i'm gone and the week after, because I'm gone, we have two special guests who will be accompanying Corinne. Yes. We have guest hosts. We have guest hosts. So that I don't have to be here all alone, which is we have fine. Lady Hobbs but I and like Sarah Turney. Yes. So next week on the second, Lainey Hobbs will be with us. She does a show right before we do today on Spotify Live, and she hosts true crime 
well, it's true crime convos on Spotify live. Um, yes. And yes. And she's like so involved in the true crime world. She's even putting on yep. a true crime convention, crime, like crime con situation all by herself. Yep. She's such a, she, I think it's the end of August. So if people are into that, she's putting on together a whole weekend. Um, and Corinne and I were bad about checking our emails. It's next yeah, it's month. August 26th is my birthday weekend. Um, oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. it's the it's the True Crime Fan Club. Well, that's the that's the name of her podcast, but that's also the name of the festival. So, yes. She, She'll tell you all about it next week, uh-huh. but she's fantastic. And then Sarah Turney of Voices for Justice will be joining you the following week, which is August 9th, mm-hmm. I think, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's fun because we have two people from the true crime world joining yeah. us for ghost stories. When we asked them, they were both like, oh my God, yes, yes. I was like, you just get to listen to ghost stories. It's it's a really fun time. And they're like, oh my God, yes, yes, yes. You don't have to sell us on this. <laughs> yes. So you know what's really funny to me, Corinne, is that what? I got married on our podcast anniversary and my sister is getting married on your birthday. We're all connected. You are just inherently a part of our, of my family's life. Apparently. Now I'm wondering what big thing is going to happen for me on your birthday. You're going to have a baby on my birthday. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. My gosh. No time soon, folks. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Mm, No, I would love to own a home first. And I'm also the only person in this household of two between me and Brian who has any handy bone in the body. So given the budget and how expensive things are are around here, I know that when we eventually do have a house, it'll probably be a fixer upper. And I cannot be about to give birth while I'm painting walls. No, thank you. I don't know. You'd be so cute in like overalls with your like pregnant belly with paint. The other thing is, I think having kids will be great. And I think that will be fun. I think a lot of people fantasize about how cute they'll look pregnant. I have had a lot I will of not. gut issues and a lot of sensitivity. Dude, I say this all the time. I, yeah. I already know what I look like pregnant. I've looked pregnant. What am I going to smell like years. pregnant? It's not going to be nice. <laughs> Nick always says, he's like, you're going to be the most beautiful, like pregnant, glowing woman. And I'm like, no. Like I already, everything no. I eat hurts my stomach. Like you're going to be like, there's going to be, you don't have to wear a hazmat suit around me. It is not going to be safe. Wait, what if your baby only craves meat? And it's like, give me Nick, That's Nick's dream. Give that's me burgers. And you're like, no. <laughs> I've heard there are like weird cravings. One friend said that his mom craved chalk when she was pregnant with him. Ugh. Ugh. Wait, Gabby, this is interesting. Gabby said, my boyfriend said I smelled like baby before we even knew I was pregnant. <gasps> baby oh said it's onto something. I don't know if it was a joke or if okay. she really, truly smelled like baby. That's kind of amazing. Um, I do love the smell oh, of babies. And Brianna's mom uh, craved dirt when she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, if anyone's seen Yellow Jackets, like I'm going to be that pregnant lady who like goes kind of crazy. And like in the middle of the night, you see like the backyard digging and like eating the grass. And then all of a sudden, like the security <laughs> sensor light will like shine on me. And Nick will like look out the window and be like, <gasps> what's happening? So creepy. Well, now in the chat. Oh, congrats, yeah. Rachel. 36 weeks pregnant. I feel like we're about to have some some spooky kids entering. Shira's 15 weeks. We're going to have a bunch of spooky kids entering the triangle soon. This is exciting. <laughs> congrats, everybody. People who are just joining are like, who's pregnant? No one. Not everybody. us. Everyone but us. Everyone and no one. Everyone and no one. Maybe, maybe Sven is. Who knows? Anyway. We are here for ghost stories. I'm going to miss all of you so, so much the next two weeks. So please give me the good stuff before I go. Oh, yeah. Sabrina needs everything to get her through a full. (laughs) Get her her fixings. She needs her dose. Quick. (laughs) I'm losing steam. (laughs) I can see her withering away. Her skin is pale. You got to give her life. It's becoming dust separating from my bones. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, All right. Ghost story time, baby. Okay, let's let's do it. Go. 
All right, I'm bringing up Josh and then Lydia. Oh, Hi, Josh. Wow. <laughs> this is crazy. Hello, oh, Josh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Here, let me turn on this right here. Okay. okay, so, I mean, I got a bunch. I did not expect that to be called. Um, okay, I'll just, I won't take up too much time. Um, I actually emailed y'all, like, a long time ago when y'all first started. Um, I have one, Ooh. whenever I was born, I've had people try to tell me this is impossible, but I was probably, my great-grandmother died before I was even a year old. Um, but my first memory, I specifically remember her house and, um, because it traumatized me, <laughs> but I was a baby in the living room floor and I, and my mom didn't believe me until I mapped out the whole house for her, you know, and she was like, drop jaw. But, um, I looked down the hallway and I see this figure, um, this entity with a wide brim hat, um, uh, like a gas mask, it looked like, oh. but with no feet. But it was all like pitches of black and gray. Um, I, yeah, throughout my life, I've had a hard life, but uh, I went through a lot. Had a major depression, attempted suicide, stuff like that, and with all depressing stuff. But I, every time that I had been through something like that, I seen that same entity. Um, it's been like three times. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just uh, bad news. So I don't know. Like, I don't get a good feeling from it. I haven't seen it anytime recently because obviously, like, I'm not depressed and stuff anymore. But, um, yeah. yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm happy to hear you're not depressed <laughs> anymore. And I'm, you know, thank you so much for being yeah. open with us and sharing this. I'm sorry you've had to experience that as someone who's also experienced <laughs> depression. I totally yeah. get it. But it, it's sad that this thing has, like, followed you especially when you're in your darkest yes time and, and it's crazy um I, I i still don't i wish i understood why um i i still don't know um yeah i have a second one real fast and you remember seeing it when you were really really yeah, young yes too, right? yes like a baby i was a baby i wasn't even a year old and i've had people online try oh. to tell me that it's not physically possible to remember stuff before you're whatever two years old um i don't know yeah, but I what know what know? I remember, and I can map out, like, you know, the yeah. whole house, like, in, from that living room view. And, right. like, that's what made my mom believe me. I mean, there wow. are kids that remember being born and what happened before they were born. So <laughs> right. we believe you. You definitely can And then remember. I have a more recent one. I have a, a bunch of them I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to take up too much time. Um, more recently, um, me and my wife were laying in bed, and um, we live right next to a cemetery. Um so it, it's yeah yeah it's pretty crazy but um i'm i've always i Ooh. guess been kind of more open to things and she she has too um but uh she's asleep and i'm laying in bed and i'm looking at the ceiling and i'm seeing uh, like a black mist fog type thing come grow from the corner like almost reaching and like my heart starts beating like rap dude it was it was crazy but um i don't know what that was yeah. but i've had a bunch of different like little interactions at the apartment and i feel like it's because we're right next to the cemetery but anyways yeah <laughs> i'm, I'm a listener. <laughs> wait now i'm curious like what's can you give us like a one oh. what's the most memorable experience um you've had? well i had uh, me and her son were in the kitchen which is downstairs and there was something that's literally like hanging on the wall and it, it you know stuff falls like i understand that like that's physics but this thing literally flew out off the wall. It hit me. Was it hit hit me in the head, and then it, it bounced off me, and then hit her son. Um, yes. What? <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's like this wooden like live laugh Jeez, love or some um... type of thing like that. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it, and it, it, so it's a ghost. Didn't with like the, the decor. Of humor. Yeah, it's something like nothing like harmful oh oh well par- okay she's right next to me apparently it was something that was her grandmother's <laughs> oh wow i didn't know that <laughs> okay. well yeah I, i'm a oh long gosh. listener since like y'all first started so yeah it's i'm kind of nervous and shocking <laughs> y'all brought me up i appreciate you guys oh josh thank you wait josh i have to tell you when you were talking about the first experience you remembered with that sort of hazmat suit gas mask type of creature yeah have you ever seen a tuberculosis doctor because eric said in the chat tuberculosis doctor have you seen images of oh um, those doctors in the old like like the long nose thing yeah yeah was it something like that 
No, it was like almost like World War II style. I don't know. It was like the 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 part the the filter was really long, like one of the long ones. And but the 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 face itself was like gas mask like like it looked like an actual gas mask, but it was all pitches of black and gray. And then like it, it was really tall. Like I remember. And of course, I'm a baby, so everything's going to look like huge anyway. But I remember specifically the head being like at the almost right. to the ceiling. And I remember looking down and I'm scared. Like I'm literally trying. And this is another crazy thing. I'm literally thinking like cuss words, full sentences, everything like pick me up, like pick me up, like get me away from this thing. And I'm trying to talk. But every time I try to talk, it just comes out like baby talk. You know, I remember that. So, wow. it, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I can't even begin to think of what I this thing is. Know. This is the. It's so you scary. Know. Well, I really hope you don't see it again. Me either. Me either. I know. <laughs> but thank you guys. I really appreciate the wow. opportunity to speak, and I appreciate what y'all are doing. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, Josh. Oh my gosh. Have a thank great you, night. Josh. You'll have to come back again and, and tell us more of your stories. It sounds like I'll email you, you have a ton. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Josh. All right. Y'all have a good one. Have a Bye. good one. Thank you. Thank you. I really have to consciously think in my mind every single time someone leaves to say, have a good one or bye or talk again soon. Cause my default, every time I want to say, all right, love you. Bye. <laughs> I think we can say that because we it, do. It does feel like ending a phone call. And it does. feels natural. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like when you get off of customer yeah. service or your boss and you're like, all right, love you. Bye. And you're like, oh shit. Why did I say oh, that? Oh shit. Yeah. It's or when like someone said, when you're, Oh, the worst is like when someone says like, thank you. And you say you too, or something like, you know, you're just like not really <laughs> like, thinking. Have a good flight. And you're like, you, you too. too to TSA. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shoot. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. Oh, God. Like, Enjoy the movie. Dumb, dumb, you dumb, too. It's like guy. Dobby hitting himself <laughs> on the head. But you just feel silly. You're like, oh, gosh, I just made yes. a fool of myself. I know. <laughs> in front of a stranger who I'll never see again, but for some reason I'm going to remember right. this and wake up in the middle of the night 10 years from now remembering how terrible that moment was. Yeah. Marissa and I, when I was, Marissa, who you guys all met last week, uh, when she was telling her stories in our college house with me here, um, we were just saying how we both feel like when we go and visit other towns or we go on vacation, we have absolutely no problem with doing things by ourselves, going out to eat maybe going and seeing a movie theater like whatever as a tourist Mm -hmm. you get this mindset where you're like totally free and comfortable but for some reason both of us were saying that when we're really close to home we feel this like oh well i can't i have to make plans with someone if i want to go to that corner store it's like no you can do stuff by yourself Mm. in your own town too yeah (laughs) fine i love doing things by myself i'm a big fan i i really want to be and I should make time to do this. Go to like a really nice restaurant and bring a book. Oh, I, be I did that. Who once a month? That. I do it. Oh, that's a great. Yeah, that's a good call. Wait, you do that now, or you've been thinking about doing? No, that? that's what I, I I'm I'm uh, aiming to be setting goals yeah, for myself. You totally yeah. should. There's also something so nice about. I did it once in Newburyport, Massachusetts. I just wanted to like walk around, and I went to a really nice restaurant for lunch. And there's something nice about having a book at lunch and i feel like the wait staff is just really nice to you when you have a book at lunch i don't know it's random uh, it is also how random my yeah. dad just said corinne i'm listening with grandpa how about a shout out uh shout out jeepa all right i am hearing shout out to grandpa yep jeepa what's jeepa. up i am going to bring up lydia and then after that monica lovely hello lydia hi lydia Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Corinne. Oh, my. Hello. Oh, I see Corinne's dad. Hi, Corinne's dad. Oh, yes. Billy. Billy boy is here. (laughs) I love that y'all's parents are like involved and and Corinne's and Nick's parents are involved. Yes. That's so cool. The, the parent-in-laws yeah. and and my parents are basically my in-laws. in-laws too, yeah, Sabrina. my both my <laughs> in-laws, in-laws are involved. <laughs> I love it. I really feel the love. And and on that note, I think it's a beautiful. Even if you might think of it as a bad habit, I think it's a beautiful habit that you so often end your phone calls with "I love you" that it becomes just like second nature. I think it's. Wonderful. We need Aww. more love in the world. Well. 
we love you. We love you. And when when you eventually leave the stage, we'll say, love you. Bye. See you next week, Lydia. (laughs) Yes. And I will reciprocate. Um, I've been a listener (laughs) for like years now. I don't know if it was like right when y'all started, but since like 2019, probably at least. Um, Oh, yeah. We were only just barely a year in. So you were early adapter. Yay. But this is my first time actually listening to the campfire um, stories live. So I'm super, super excited that I've been chosen to share. And I just have a really short little story that's cat related and it's super lighthearted. So I think it'll be a nice palate yes. cleanser after she's a Love it. That was really scary. That was like. I know. <laughs> Nightmare inducing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my story happened, it it didn't, well, it's just funny. Like, okay. So it happened several years ago and I was living in a house with a housemate and she, I was moving in. So she already had pets there and she had, it was like four cats, Mm -hmm. but this particular story only deals with two of the cats. And so I have to mention, I have to introduce the cats and, and mention a little bit about their relation because Um, There was one cat that was older and her name was Pearl and she was very, yeah, gray cat, very fluffy, very much like a duchess. And, you know, she was older. So, you know, she didn't have quite as much mobility and she was like an indoor cat and she like never went outside and she was always. A duchess like that stays inside. She, she just, she knew what was up. And she was either always in my housemate's room or, you know, coming out for feeding. But the only other times that I would see her um, would be, like, there was one bathroom in the house. And so, like, you know how cats are. A lot of cats, like, when you're, I don't, or I don't know, maybe maybe a lot of cats aren't like this. Chat, you guys tell me. But, like, um this particular cat, Pearl, she would come into the bathroom anytime someone was in there. Or actually, even when someone was not in there, she'd be like, she'd go into the bathroom and she would meow and she would meow for you to turn the faucet on for her. Is that like a thing that y'all oh, so that is adorable. some cats doing? Yeah. When I was fostering Yoki and Ravioli, Ravioli would always do that. He loved drinking water out of the faucet. I love those names. Those are such adorable names. <laughs> The The pastas. So Pearl was one of those. And, you know, she was so just very, like, adamant about it. You know, a duchess, as she should be, being very demanding. Um, And then um, (laughs) she, because she was elderly, she eventually did pass away while I was still living there. Um, And I forgot to mention the other cat, too. So I should say one of the other cats. So there was Pearl. And then there was another gray cat named Apu. And Apu had a very, very different Mm -hmm. temperament and they were related. So like, if I remember correctly from what my housemate told me at the time, I think that it was like Pearl was the sister of Apu's mom. So Apu was like the niece or something, or maybe they were cousins. But anyway, they were related. And I think this is important. And they were both gray cats. But like I said, Pearl was more like fluffy. And the other really, really important thing is that Mm -hmm. Apu was very much an outdoor cat. So while Pearl was always inside and never went outside, Apu was almost always outside and came in sometimes. But most of the time, she just chilled outside. Okay. So after Pearl passed away, and, like, again, Apu would rarely come inside, was not... Like, neither of the cats were terribly affectionate, but Pearl, if anything, was a little bit more so, especially towards the end of her life. It was like she would come into the bathroom more and more frequently, and sometimes I think she'd, mm-hmm. let, she'd let me, you know, pet her a little bit. But neither of them were, were really mm-hmm. affectionate. And before Pearl passed away, I don't think I ever saw Apu come into the bathroom, And, you know, she rarely wanted anything to do with me anyway. She was just that kind of cat. But after Pearl passed away, the weirdest thing started happening. And y'all can probably see where I'm going with this. Apu started to come into the house more regularly. And not (laughs) only that, she was coming into the bathroom and she she was literally doing the same thing that Pearl was doing. 
And to this day, I still can't quite like, I have no explanation for it because I'm like, is that how, like, how could that be reincarnation if Pearl, you know what I mean? Like, how could Pearl reincarnate into Right. So Pearl possessed Apu. <laughs> it's a cat possession. <laughs> it's a cat possession. So that's that's pretty much it. Um, that's what happened. And then eventually, you know, I, I moved out of there. So I, I don't know what happened with Apu, but um, I just thought, so I don't know if there were any other behaviors that, that were similar to Pearl, but I was not there to, to witness them. But I just thought that was really interesting. It is fascinating. It does make me, okay, yeah, is it a cat possession? Because you're right, it can't really be a reincarnation. But Or is it that the cat just really missed their their relative and was, like, mimicking the behavior because... Right. He's like, oh, Pearl always comes in here. So if I keep coming in here, maybe I'll spot Pearl one day. Yeah, maybe. And it's like... Oh, it's sad. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't know. And maybe it would have to be like a telepathic thing or like an intuitive thing. Because again, like Apu was so rarely in the house that I don't know that she like witnessed that behavior, you know, like saw saw Pearl doing that to to be able to remember it after. But maybe it is Mm -hmm. like, like I'm doing this ancestral Mm -hmm. healing course. um, And I learned that one of the best ways that you can connect with your ancestors is to literally do the same kind of activities. Oh my God. And it's stuff that, you know, what we probably already do and we just don't even realize it. Like, you know, picking flowers and hugging trees or or baking, you know, anyway. So I I wonder if it's like maybe to, to go off of your idea, if it's like a, she just instinctively knew, ah, yes, the call of the ancestor. Let me, let me remember Pearl yeah. by going and doing the same, you know, begging to have the faucet turned on. Okay. Question, Lydia. How similar did they look? Pretty similar. Like I said, the... What if it wasn't a poo in the bathroom with you? What if you were seeing Pearl's that, that spirit? Would be, <laughs> that would be interesting, but like, they didn't look that similar because Pearl was... <laughs> Pearl was floofier <laughs> and Apu was a little more ragged looking, you know, had, had a shorter coat and was not yeah. always, you know, as nicely groomed as, as Pearl was. So, so mm. indoor cat Pearl. I mean, maybe cats are just aliens and Pearl <laughs> was doing some sort of seance with the faucet and then giving, giving Apu all the information. And then once Pearl moved on, it was like, okay, well, now Apu needed to step up and complete the seance at the water fountain yes, and connect course. with the ancestors. The cat wait, seance. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, but also, what if that faucet in that house acted like a chamber of secrets faucet? <gasps> the dream come true. <laughs> My jaw's like, on the floor. <laughs> it was like that faucet was the faucet to allow Pearl's spirit. I don't know. I'm... Like it's y'all just have the best ideas, and then my brain just took it and added Harry Potter. I love it. Now I have a new dream for my future home. Not only do I want like a secret doorway that leads to an amazing like Beauty and the Beast library, I want in my bathroom you like tap certain buttons on the faucet or like turn it in specific ways, and the whole mirror and back wall opens up into like a chamber. Yeah, I'm like I just my brain's going all kinds of places because it also just occurred to me that like water, you know, like water is supposed to be a big energy, exact, exactly a big energetic yeah. element when it comes to mm-hmm. you know spiritual stuff. So I don't, I'm sure that has something to do with something, but it's still just like a big funny mystery. And so I've been wanting to share that for eight as years. is so much totally. of the paranormal world to us. But that is why it's so fun to just talk about and brainstorm ideas and what ifs and. This is a great one where it's not scary, you know, so it's fun to do. Right. Yes, exactly. It's it's easier to uh, brainstorm yes. about this kind of thing. Well, thank well, you thank so you. much for sharing. Also, Lydia. I have to say when, yeah, and Lydia, when you first started telling this story and you said you moved into a house of four cats, I, Sabrina and I video each other so we can see each other as we do this. Mm-hmm. And I saw Sabrina say to herself, that is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> It so was you live well I think yeah there was at least three cats there actually maybe it was four I it was like it. four cats and a dog and then I had a dog so it was a oh my very, gosh what a fun 
animal a menagerie. I love, love it. <laughs> so good. Amazing. Well, Lydia, thank you so much for sharing. This was such we a love great... you. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> thank you for having me. I love you both too. Thank you for have a great night. Have a good, have a good one. Bye. I'm excited to look in the chat and see who who has other ideas. Okay, love you. Bye. Oh yeah, love you. Bye. The Love gifts are hysterical too of all of the cats getting abducted or like zipping. I'm truly so envious of people's gif ability. There's I know good. it really is good. I was okay. also picturing during that story it, all of the Disney movies where the princesses inevitably look in a mirror or some sort of reflection pond at themselves and ponder life and sing songs. And I was totally picturing Pearl and Apu doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so cute <laughs> okay Sing i'm gonna suck at that speaking of cats i'm pretty sure monica here has a cat on her little image and then after that i'm gonna bring up maddie you guys when i'm in control next week and the week after you're gonna have to put dogs or lizards or something in your photos there you are want, some dogs sabrina the cat lady picking there are plenty of dogs on here <laughs> hi, hi monica oh jinx yes okay good um, that is my cat Sushi, and he is wonderful. Sushi, <laughs> I named him. Sushi I love him because he looks like a salmon roll. <laughs> oh, so cute! It's adorable. Those names, Thanks. I love that. <laughs> um, so fluffy, and I'm a little nervous. Well, actually, I'm a lot nervous, so <laughs> don't mind me. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We're v- virtually holding your hands right now. Thank you. We're with you. Uh, we love you too. Thanks. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say I love you to Josh. Josh, we love you. I, I don't want him to feel left out. We love all of you. <laughs> we love all of you. All right, Monica, what are, so, is this a good experience, a bad experience, spooky, heartwarming? It's a strange experience. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's not bad. It's not good. It's kind of neutral, but strange. And it happened to me 20 years ago and I was trying to figure out what I could tell you because I've written to you a couple different times and I was like, no, I can't tell those stories. So, um, I, when I was like 18 and just starting college, my cousin and I used to go what we called ghost hunting, but it wasn't really ghost hunting. It was just going scary places in the dark. And (laughs) (laughs) Sabrina and I did that a lot too. (laughs) So at the time I lived about 45 minutes from Gettysburg. So we were like, Oh, let's go to Gettysburg. That'll be fun. And we went in, it was like one o'clock in the morning and we went just walking around and we found this covered bridge and we were halfway across the covered bridge. And all of a sudden this man and woman came on the covered bridge and they were dressed almost like you would have thought that they were reenactors. Mm-hmm. And I got really, really, really scared. So I just started to like look down as soon as they started talking and they were talking about the history of the bridge. And I don't remember exactly what they said because it was about 20 years ago, but they were telling us all about the history and stuff like that. And my cousin was talking to them, but I was not, I was just so scared. I kept looking down <laughs> And then they turned around and walked away. And as soon as they got to the end of the bridge, they like disappeared. But they were like, <gasps> oh, they look like real people. So <laughs> it was really creepy. And I Wait, your cousin ta- spoke to them. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember I'm what the exchange was at all? I honestly don't, except for maybe, uh, like, I know they're talking about history. So my cousin was probably just being like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that kind of thing. Um, But (laughs) I have since looked for this covered bridge online and in person. And the creepiest thing is I can't find a record of it. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know. Like, I know there's one really popular covered bridge in Gettysburg that is written everywhere, but that is not the bridge I was on. So I do not oh. know. Where the- well, my, you, 
Wait. Okay. I have. Okay. You travel through time. I don't. This is blowing my mind. Question: When you're you guys were talking, I know you were kind of looking away and felt weird about this, but when you guys were having a conversation yeah. with this couple, were they talking about it as in like past tense or were they talking about it kind of in present tense? Like what were they saying about the bridge? I feel like they were talking in the past tense. Um, so my guess is if they were ghosts that they realized they were ghosts. But the fact know. that you went to a place that you cannot find and doesn't exist makes me think that you traveled through time. You stood Stood on the wood I, of the bridge and spoke to people. Yeah, like that I didn't remember exist. what the boards look like because <laughs> I was staring so hard down. <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> okay, what if they're time travelers too, and they go back and forth between? That would be so past cool. And present. I that would don't be know. so. This is I, so wild. I know. <laughs> it's like I mean, was it even time travel, or did you just slip into some? other reality that's parallel to ours you were living in the same time but just like blipped into it's like the classic berenstein berenstein mandela effect and there truly is just a covered bridge there in that other version of of our life i don't know but i i feel like now that i told this story (laughs) i need to go back again at like the same time and see if i can find it again except for that i'm too scared to go by myself so We'll go with you. Okay. We'll go with you. After let's get in the car. And come to after you crossed the bridge, do you think anything changed about yourself? Like I'm wondering, is this some sort of spiritual awakening when you go across the bridge, you open up a different side of the world, your own abilities? Are you powerful now? I I don't think that I had an awakening per se at that point. Um, however, I have since then. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Oh, if I don't, I don't want to take up too much time, but I'll tell you really, really quickly, um, that I am now, um, certified in Reiki too. And since then I have, nice. um, my Reiki teacher told me that she thought I had some gifts or something. um, what did she, she said she thought I was clairaudient. So I don't know for sure, but I read a book about all these Mm -hmm. things and I was thinking that I was more of all of these things. (laughs) Yeah. Because for one, you saw on the bridge, the people, it wasn't just that you heard. Yeah. And anytime I feel like I've seen ghosts a lot in my life, which is maybe why I have so many stories, but, um, (laughs) I feel like I've always seen them as people like they're never just like shadows or anything. They're always like they're actual people. Yeah. Like full body apparitions. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So you are powerful. <laughs> so you're magical. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love magical. That. Powerful. <laughs> magical oh, Monica. that is an amazing nickname. Thank you. And her spooky spiritual kitty sushi. Oh, he is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the two of you together. This is the new book that Corinne and I are going to write: Magical Monica and oh. Spiritual Sushi. I will okay. buy it. Well, it's about you, so well, we'll give it to you for free. A, yeah, I think oh, <laughs> I think you get a huge chunk of the proceeds. It's your story. <laughs> That's okay. You, got, you don't need to. <laughs> yeah, I love how like we're just like stealing Monica's identity in life. And your life like, oh, story buy is ours now. <laughs> This is well, incredible. if you need any research, just let me know. I'll give it to you. <laughs> oh, we will. Yes. We're oh going to go gosh. on a road trip with you and find this bridge. I know. Seriously. Good. <laughs> wow. Monica, thank you so much for sharing this. I am like flabbergasted by this one. <laughs> me too. Thank you guys. So it was really fun. And I'm not nervous anymore. Yay. So. Well, yeah. you did great. Okay. We love you. Love you. Great love night. you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> This is the episode of love. This is the episode of love. And apparently water. A lot of people are feeling water as a vibe and a theme here unintentionally. Um, I do have to tell you one quick story that my parents told me when I was younger. And I believe it happened on a covered bridge. A couple that they know, a friend of theirs from 20, 30 years ago, had taken a photo back when we had disposable cameras. Um... Well, I guess we still do. But back when that was really the majority of 
slash our only option for most people. Uh, they took a picture of one of them or someone on a bridge that they knew. And after the photo was developed, there was a swaddled baby hovering in the, in the air next to the person that they took a photo of. <gasps> a ghost baby. Oh. So. That is... Do you have I don't think picture? I no, and you know what? It's one of those things where the story came out so so long ago. I'll have to ask my mom. I'm pretty sure it was her specifically that had told me. But in my memory, I'm seeing okay. the photo, and I don't know if that's because she's described it to me so vividly that I'm my my brain has made up what it looks like, or if there was a period where I somehow was shown this photo. But I'm assuming that I didn't okay. and that I, I feel like it. I've heard this photo. I think you've told me about this photo. I totally have. I'm not sure if okay. I've ever seen it though. But my brain has definitely made okay, well, if not, my brain we has made up. Find it. Yes. You what I figured it, it enough like. in your mind. Yes. If if it comes out, if it's exposed, I will definitely show everybody. I love it. Okay. I'm gonna bring up actually I had a really good idea. Uh, you know how like I doodle sometimes oh. when I'm um when we're doing campfire stories because it helps me concentrate and mm-hmm. I like drawing what people are talking about. Yes. For some reason, my brain started to draw an invitation that you and you and I, Cran, are going to send to people eventually. And it's, we invite you to a ghostly gala October 31st when the clock strikes midnight. Oh my God. It's so cute. I love so it. Great. You know what we should also do? Yeah. You should start posting on our Instagram story a post campfire doodle highlight. Yeah, but they're not then, that good. I'm not that good of a I know, doodler. but it's so cute. And then everyone else who doodles while listening, yeah. they can tag us. So we'll just start a little doodle train. Okay. If people start posting their doodles, then I'll start posting my doodles. Come on, guys. Doodle with us. <laughs> doodle with us. Doodle, doodle, doodle. We're okay. just a bunch of doodlers. I'm going to bring up Maddie. I want to be a doddler about posting my doodlers. <laughs> I think doodle is my favorite word. I think I just discovered that. I love it. We're doodlers. Doodlers. Hey, Maddie. Hi, Maddie. Hey, spooky besties. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited. Thank you for bringing me up. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, this is my favorite. Yeah, like, thanks for Tuesday ritual. Raising your hand. A perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate so, that. Yeah, of course. Um, so... It's August, which means it's basically Halloween. Um, yep. I'm it's under 100 bored. days until Halloween. So it's Halloween. You're right. It, it's Halloween. Uh, so with that, um, I have a little spooky Ouija story um, that happened on a Halloween night uh, quite a few years ago. So just as a preface, I grew up in Colorado in the mountains. And my... The house that I was living in was kind of one of those places where you'd like always have all the lights on in the basement and then like coming up the stairs, you'd get that like feeling behind you that something was just like right at the back of your neck, you know? Yeah. Oh, I hate that feeling. Yeah. And I would just like hate being alone in the house and it always Mm -hmm. just creeped me out a little bit. And then, um, yeah, so fast forward. Uh, my mom had dated a man whose father was really sick and he had, um, gone on hospice and then eventually had passed away in the house. So he's grandpa Bill, um, grandpa Bill. (laughs) And so, um, that's just the context, but I was in middle school and, Um, My mom was having an adults-only Halloween party, but I was allowed to go for a little bit and bring a friend of mine, and so I just thought it was so cool, and we bring out a Ouija board. Totally. Oh, God. (laughs) I'd never seen it before, but I knew that it was spooky, and I was curious. Okay, wait. So did the adults bring out the Ouija board? Yes. Yeah. Someone someone had brought it out. (laughs) The people uh, who are supposed to be responsible. I know. <laughs> and you wonder why I'm like so into like paranormal and witchy things. Like they they did it to me. <laughs> yeah. The generations before us corrupted us, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Halloween, already spooky. 
it's nighttime and we start breaking it out and asking questions like, you know, is there anyone here with us? That kind of thing. And it was really slow at first, but then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden we had this like chandelier above the dining room table that was like electric candle lights. You know what I mean? Um, And all of a sudden they kind Mm -hmm. of like got brighter and then dimmer. They just like hummed and vibrated and it was like, Oh, something's here. I'm just getting chills. Just remembering it and thinking about it. And watching this all happen. Yes. And I was at first I was like, okay, was that like, you know, my mom or something, but no. And so we're asking it, you know, like who's here. Can you like spell out your name? Things like that. And, um, I don't even remember what it was spelling out, but I think it was like starting to spell out something with a W and we remember grandpa Bill, his name was short for William. So we were like, Oh, maybe, you know, this is grandpa Bill just saying hello, that kind of thing. Um, and then we were like, okay, if this is grandpa Bill, can you give us a sign? And nothing. It just kind of went, went cold. And then we were like, okay, if this is another kind of entity or spirit, whatever, can you give us a sign? And I shit you not, sorry for swearing, literally my old, um, like play telephone that I had, it was like a rotary phone. Um, not sure why I had that, but it literally rang. Oh, and it was, it was a toy that was not connected to anything. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh my God. What did the adults oh. do? Everyone freaked out and was like, okay, we're done. That's it. Like night is canceled. <laughs> night is canceled. Oh, and this like freaked me out so much. And I actually, I, I recently asked my mom about it because I was like, this is a pivotal memory for me. Um, like, do you remember this? And she's like, oh no, I just remember, you know, having a casual Halloween party. Nothing crazy. <gasps> she doesn't remember? <laughs> Does this even happen? Like, what the heck? <laughs> doesn't remember creating or opening up a portal on Halloween? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh. Oh. So anyways, that is my spooky Ouija story. Do you remember if you guys closed oh, out the board? Oh, my God. There's some questions I think we did. you guys did. Okay, I hope so. Okay. Yeah, we definitely closed it out. Um, and I have not done Ouija since then. (laughs) That was gonna be my follow-up. Yeah, I figured (laughs) you have not. Wow. What a wild first Ouija experience. I know. Luckily though, a friend of mine who was there, she she remembers it totally. And um, so this actually did happen. So I actually had her corroborate. Oh my gosh. The fact that the parents don't remember is like, to me, makes me think of, um, is it Hocus Pocus? No. Yeah. Hocus Pocus when all like the parents, I put a spell on you. Oh, they're under the spell. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Lauren in the chat said her boyfriend, they must be listening together right now. Her boyfriend said, your mom is ghost lighting you. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I know. I mean, to think that so many kids buy Ouija boards from Toys R Us and fool around with them all the time. And the first time you use one, this happens. I know. And yeah, never again. Um, I'm good. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, never again. Wow. That's a good lesson to learn. Never again. Wow. I mean, I'm glad it was like it stopped there and it didn't turn into anything Mm -hmm. like truly negative, but still so scary. And it just makes me wonder, like, what was happening in that house? Because it was, like, you know, built in the 60s, 70s. Like, it's it's seen some stuff. So, yeah, I'm not sure what's happening around there. Uh, but I like to think that it was everybody at the party. It was all of their relatives who'd passed on being like, let's just F with let's all just of these drop, people. Let's just drop a line. <laughs> let's just drop a jingle. <laughs> right? It's like a group. Yeah, they're just it's a group I prank from it. the other side where they're like, they want a fun Ouija board experience. We'll give them a fun Ouija board experience. There's your grandpa's there about to say something, and they're like, No, no, say your name is this. You know, they're all daring each other. Yeah, yeah, all messing <laughs> with you. Oh, that is a fun way to think of it. <laughs> wow. Maddie, we'll rewrite you so your experience. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. 
This puts me in the Halloween Maddie. mood. Thank you. Love you guys. All right. Love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. I'm like so ready for Halloween. I even dyed my hair darker because I'm like, too. let's get spooky. Ah, I made a hair appointment. The first one I could do is in September, but I'm going to go darker too, Sabrina. We're just going to be too dark hair. Well, just too witchy, I think we're both just is... trying to go back to our natural colors. So I know. Yeah. Well, my gray darker. hairs have right. other have other decisions for me, but I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to cover them up. Have you ever considered away. going full? Like not right now, but would would you ever just – Yes, I have. yeah, and just go full, yeah, gray or full white. I'm not sure I'm ready to commit to that, but I did nice actually silver. recently. Nick looked at me, and was like, "Whoa, you have so many grays," and I was like, "Thanks, Dave." <laughs> You're like, um, Thank you. And I was like, "You know what? Maybe I'll just embrace it and like go fully gray." But that would require me to bleach my hair. Every, yeah, in order all to, of it. Yeah, get all of that. But I feel like you could definitely pull it off. There are some people where I see them with their their full gray, their full white, their full silver, and I'm just like, God, you just look so. It looks so cool. cool. It's really beautiful. It does. I think you yeah. could totally do it, Sabrina. I won't peer pressure you too, but when you're ready to, I will yeah. completely support that move. Maybe for Halloween, I'll find a costume where I can wear like a gray haired wig and see test it out. Oh, that's that's a great idea. Take it for a yeah. test drive. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Let's get one more story. Um, I'm going to bring up, Corinne, since you called me out for bringing people with cats in their photos, I'm going to bring up <laughs> Zoe, who has two, not one, but two dogs in. Zoe's going to be like, those aren't my dogs. I actually have cats. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Hi, Zoe. Um, you probably don't remember. I spoke to you back a few months ago. Um, oh, hello. Hello. Welcome Hi. back. <laughs> I'm very excited. Wait, were those were those dogs in your photo before, or is this a new profile picture? Yeah, no, no, that's Bella and Rip, but they're Rip, oh. a bit older now. He's eight Hello, months old Rip. now. Hmm. He's so a sweetie. he's a good little boy, and she's a good little girl, Aww. just the best. Um, Are you going to dress up the puppers for Halloween? Yes, I try and get them a cute look because I'm in Australia. It's not massive here. In some parts, it's like in the afternoon, you'll see a few kids run down the street. But yeah, I usually get them a cute little outfit and just let them wear it all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Wait, that's oh, interesting. That's I didn't best. I didn't really realize that Halloween wasn't as big. I think because it's so deeply ingrained in our hearts, I just have a hard time picturing Halloween not being a wild night any in other parts of yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. It, um, it's massive. Like at the clubs, like if you go out of a night, they have themed parties, which I'm hoping to go this year. I have to try and get it off work, but yeah, me and my friends want to go and dress up. So fingers crossed, get off. <laughs> um, One year you'll have to come that. out to Salem, Massachusetts, and celebrate Halloween. Oh, oh I said to my mom, I'm so jealous. She's going to Hawaii next year for Halloween. Oh, like, oh. fun! <laughs> what a vacay. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> just I crash know. the trip yeah i'm joining just for that <laughs> um, okay well what are your spooky bit, stories like, for tonight i have a bit of a light-hearted story um so Great. a good one so my, nice. it, it's sad but it's like nice um i'll try not to get emotional <laughs> but my nan oh god passed away in april um oh i'm so, sorry zoe Sorry, I'm trying oh. to be upset. But oh, I've been wanting okay. to tell you because it's just amazing how, like, she was not connected to that side. She didn't really believe in it. But the science I've been getting mm-hmm. from her is ridiculous. So, oh. Oh. like, oh, where should I start? So, well, when my pop passed, my dad's mum, Bob, mum um, would see crows everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's like, what the heck? This is weird. So she went to a psychic. I'll cut that story very short. Basically, when mum would, the lady told her when she'd see a crow, it was a sign that Pop was around watching over her. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, that's awesome. And, oh, I see them everywhere. And mainly, Mm -hmm. it's funny, do you know what a group of crows are called? Yes. I'm like, ooh. It's a murder. and like I'll see one here or there or like when I went for my learners my driver's license I saw literally a murder of them everywhere 
And then, you know, I'll see one here or there. Like when my nieces were born, they were, they were all out on the fence of the hospital. It was ridiculous. Um, oh, crazy. Oh like we always go, what the hell? Oh. Um, well, it makes me think almost because crows are so – crows and ravens both are, are very intelligent birds and they recognize yeah. people. And it almost makes me think that – Bob was like, "Hey, here's who here's who I'm related to. Memorize these faces, and whenever you see them, yeah. I'll flock on over and give them a hello." That's it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, but then I remember. So we knew Nen had got diagnosed with um bowel cancer two years ago, but she was a freaking awesome lady. Like she lived at home till she literally she passed away at home, and um, she was so strong. And yeah, like it, grief is such a weird process like it's one minute you're fine and the next minute mm-hmm. you're not but I remember me and my sister one of my sisters are so in right. tune we're like we just want to sign we ju- I just want to sign from her to know that she's okay and I remember about five days after she passed I was seeing two crows together I was like okay weird it's very weird and every oh. time I see the two crows I was it, at that time I was upset I would instantly feel happy like would feel really warm and happy. And I'm like, that can't be a coincidence. Oh. This can't be a coincidence. That- it can't. Um, anyway, yeah. a few weeks, like it kept happening. And a few weeks later, I went around to my friend's house. Her name's Alicia. And I met her friend Chantel. And I heard about Chantel from Alicia. And it was the first time meeting her. And as soon as I walked into her house, sorry, it was at Chantel's house, not Alicia's house. Um, I felt warm. And I was like, this is really weird. I've never met you, but I feel really warm. And I saw this photo of her grandparents and I mentioned it. I was like, oh, that's a beautiful photo. Like, aren't grandparents the best? She goes, oh, they really are, aren't they? So we started talking and then all of a sudden, oh, this is crazy. We're sitting there and she goes, did your nan used to wear really big glasses? And I looked at her I went, yeah. She goes, did she used to wear like? a really light pink or beigey coloured knitted cardigan. And I went, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was like, please don't say what you're going to say right now. She goes, well, I don't know how to tell you this because I don't know if you're into shows, but I'm a medium. She goes, and your nan's here. Uh, uh, I just burst into tears. Oh, my gosh. I just burst into tears because I was like, oh, my God, you're kidding. Like, this is crazy. And the fact that you sensed it, like you may not have known right away why you were feeling such a warm feeling, but you were feeling it because your nan was there. Exactly. And I was like, what the hell? And she goes, yeah, she's here. She's chatting away to mine and they're just sitting over there having a good chat. What? She goes, yeah, she's got a cup of coffee in her hand. I'm like, well, that was nan. She always drank coffee when she had the chance. Um, But she basically told me that ever since nan passed, I was so worried, like, is she okay? Is she at peace? Like, she always said to us, she didn't want to die in a hospital. She didn't want to go to nursing home. She wanted to literally die in her bed, like in her home. And I'm like, hopefully, and Chantel said, Zoe, she's literally holding Mm -hmm. my hand. She's come over to me and held my hand and is telling me to tell you that she's okay. Please tell my grandmother. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, oh, it just makes me so happy. This is beautiful. Oh, it's ridiculous. And I'm just like, I need, and I said that to Chantel, like I said to her, I said, I needed that. And ever since then, I felt so much better because yeah. I've had, oh, I've been so down and just really sad as you, when you lose someone so important. But yeah. really weird too. Um, you have probably heard the mm-hmm. song. It's from Do- Dolly Parton, Coat of Many Colors. It's very old song. Yeah, so when we were yeah. choosing songs for Nen's funeral, um, I because I love Dolly, I've been a big fan of country music for ages, and I said to Mum, "Go, we need a song from Dad and his brother. We need like you know mm-hmm. something th- that they're saying to Nen." And I go, "Oh, what about Coat of Many Colors? Because it's about you know her mum made a coat from rags. Nen made all of my dad's clothes like for them when they were growing up because they were poor, you know." I said, "That's just a beautiful song. Like that's Nen." So we did that um, about, I think it was a month after Nen's funeral, my sister was up at, it's a place um, called The Entrance. It's like, oh, I think it's three hours from where we live. And they have a carnival. And once again, we used to go up there when we were kids. Nen used to come up with us. No joke. Like I, this song was made in 1971. My sister walked up to the carnival 
and that song was playing. <gasps> what are oh the chances? Exactly. She's like, um, what the hell? <laughs> and she sent it to me. Yeah. I was like, that's her telling it's you. I'm sign. here. I'm with you guys. And yeah. And also, I'm so glad you chose this song by Dolly because is there a more beautiful and pure soul than Dolly Parton? And so it's the perfect, oh, the perfect person, the perfect artist, no. and the perfect music to have this just love and and these signs given through oh, another magical yeah. person. Oh, that's it. And that song is just beautiful. Like you know, she said, even though we weren't rich, like she was, even though we we're poor, I was rich as I could be with my coat of many colors. And I'm like, that was dad. Like he was rich as he could be with his mum. Like everything. And I was like, that's the song. And Aww. my sister goes, because my sister hadn't heard. She goes, I'm so glad you chose that song. I'm like, it needed to happen. But um, one little thing, mm-hmm. I actually have a book of Dolly, and I was dusting my room a few weeks back. And I pulled it out. I was like, oh, I want to see if um, it's got the part of, you know, Code of Many Colours. I'm reading it. This is so weird. Another sign. So my last name's Dodge, um, like Dodgeball, Dodge Ram, the car. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I got to the page <laughs> of Code of Many Colours. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, look, she wrote it on an old dry cleaner's um, receipt. That's where she wrote the song. She pulled out this old receipt and she wrote it on there. So I brought it downstairs to Margot. Look at this. I go, how old? I, I love stuff like that when you find out about artists, how they write songs. Like, I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. And she goes, oh, yeah. what was the name of the dry so cleaning? And I went, oh, my gosh. And she's like, what? I go, the name of the dry cleaners was Dodge Cleaners. <gasps> how serendipitous. So oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, it's stuff like this where I'm just like, what is time? Everything's connected. Things that are for later come before. It's, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it is so, so wild. Weird how all these little things have connected. Like how, Truly. how even the crows, like, you know, they were in laws, my nan and pop, like, nan's name was Pat. And mum said they got on fantastic. And whenever I see the two crows together now, I just think, oh, there's the two of them going to have, you know, a beer together. <laughs> I love it. Oh. It's just oh, like, it's just oh. like, I have to get on to tell Corinne and Sabrina because I'll be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> this is a, an incredible story. And I'm so sorry for your loss. I mean, it sounds like she was Thank an incredible you. woman, but I do oh, she love really that she is sticking around and making it very clear that she is watching over you. I know. And you said she when you were talking to the medium that, that your nan was hanging out with her grandmother, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what she told me, it sounds like her nan and my nan were very similar. So she's like, they're just having mm-hmm. a good old chat. <laughs> I love it. But, just two um, grannies hanging out, still having a social life. It's a good yeah. time. And so, yeah. Just one more little thing. Sorry. Um, my little niece, Billy, nan was fascinated by her. Like always you say, oh, she's so cheeky. Um, really random um, last week her nan got a video and sent it to my mum. She was playing on a pretend phone and Carolyn was like, oh, who are you talking to, Billy? She goes, oh, nanny Pat, she's so funny. (gasps) Oh, Oh my gosh. gosh. I think my, like, hair just grew an inch. This That's so sweet. I go... Like, Nan loved all of us grandkids and great-grandkids, but she was just fascinated by Billy. Billy is just, Billy's a mini-me. Like, I, I'm a Leo. Woo! <laughs> My birthday. Ayo! <laughs> yeah, wait, when's your birthday? It's coming up. 13th of August, so spooky. Spooky! spooky. Yay! <laughs> the day before our anniversary. I know. I always go, oh, how cute. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll never yeah. forget your birthday ever again, Zoe. No, you won't. You will not forget it now. Or else. Yeah, or else. I'll get you. <laughs> but I was just like, how funny out of all the grandkids, like I just find it fascinating that it was Billy that was on the phone to Nan. I'm like, that is just so cute. But um, I know. That is amazing. You'll have to let us know. It sounds like she's going to keep making herself known to you and your family. So will you yeah, please definitely. keep us updated? If you hear from me again. 100%. I will. But yeah, I was like, I have to get on and tell you girls because I'm like, I know you will love it. Well, this is the perfect way to end the episode. It's such a sweet, heartwarming story. And yes, we love it. 
Oh, that's oh, good. Yes. Thank you. We love sharing. you. Oh, love you, girls. Love you so much. I can say absolutely love you, Zoe. Love you, <laughs> love you, we Zoe. love you. Bye. Bye. Wow. We love you all. This was so fun. Oh, this was, you guys so fulfilled fun. my need. You fixed me, gave me my fix. We fixed you. Oh my gosh. How sweet. I mean, gosh, Josh started us terrifying and we were up, we were down, we were up, we were down, down, we were up, down, up up again. And then we ended up. We ended up. So, wow. Thank thank (sighs) you guys. Thank you all for joining us. Corinne will be back here. Back? Why did I say that? Back here. next. The the jersey came out of me. Um, Corinne will be back here next week with Lainey Hobbs and then the week after that with Sarah Turney and I will be back in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'll miss you. Uh, oh, happy birthday to our resident medium, Jason. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, happy Jason. Happy birthday, Jason. And happy birthday to all the Leos in the chat that are saying their birthdays are coming up. Leo season. Leo season. Right. Um, if we don't see you on the side. We will see you on the other, other. side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories.